This is Center Stage, putting your firm in the spotlight by highlighting business owners and other industry experts to help take your firm to the next level. Hey everyone, and welcome to Center Stage. I am your host, John Henson, and this week, I uh, wanted to talk about ways that you can make your firm run more efficiently. I know that that's something that a lot of lawyers, other small business owners out there struggle with a lot, you know, whether it's um, just a lack of processes or maybe it's a people situation or it could be any number of things, but uh, hopefully able to provide some insight this week. And to do that, uh, I am joined by someone who has worked with several law firms, seen a lot of this stuff firsthand. Hand, uh, and that is Danielle Butler from the Records Company. Danielle, thanks for joining us. Hello, thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Awesome. So yeah, before we jump in, uh, give us a little introduction, a little background, uh, and why you're the person to talk about this today. Thank you. Um, I am kind of one of you that has been in the trenches throughout this entire journey. Um, I have a legal background from over 15 years, but I became the director of business development for the records company approximately three years ago. Um, there have just been many changes in the legal industry over time, and I feel like it was already taking a virtual turn. Um, this pandemic was just a catalyst for that. Um, so I feel like I am really helping kind of change the mentality of the way the legal processes work and how they're going to continue to work moving forward. Awesome. And so specifically, you know, what does the records company do? We'll give you a chance to let people know how to get in touch with you at the end, but what is the records company? So the records company is a legal record and billing retrieval firm. Um, they handle legal billing, record retrieval, labs, images, employment records, IRS records nationwide. Um, we work with law firms, insurance companies, independent and medical examiners, um, pretty much any and all uh, niches of the legal industry we're able to assist with. Um, so nice. yes, this is one of many vendors, but this one is a bit of a game changer, um, kind of far above the others. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you know, obviously we are a, a vendor in and of ourselves here at Spotlight Branding. And so, you know, we handle marketing. I know that there are bookkeeping vendors, um, receptionists out there. I had never thought about a vendor for records and, and retrieval and stuff like that. So that could be something that's really valuable to our audience to, to learn more about. So let's talk about efficiency. You know, I think, I think to start, I think the common thought uh, you know, especially if uh, a, a firm owner is feeling overwhelmed, it's, hey, I need to hire someone in-house to help take some of this work off of my hands. Um, is that necessarily the best case or does that kind of open the door to some other issues that could come up? Yeah, I, I think that might even be a bit of a trick question because it used to be the common thought completely yeah. to hire some more people, bring them into the office. The harsh reality is right now that's not even viable option for a lot of people. Um, it's incredibly difficult to find good staff. And once you find them, it's difficult to keep them, um, especially when you're dealing with tremendous amounts of volume, um, you know, and people don't have a lot of experience. If you're having a difficult time navigating that sea of applicants and finding the really good ones and the ones that actually be in the office as needed. Um, so I think the conversation has changed a bit. And I think it's become a situation where law firms and other industries that are like them, they don't want to be at the mercy of their in-office staff when they're struggling to keep good in-office staff. Um, so it's kind of become more of a conversation of 
we have this in-office staff, but what other tools can we utilize to really keep everything flowing regardless of the flux in the office um, and really keep things from bottlenecking? And when someone does walk out or they have to quarantine or they're not able to return, it's not a game changer anymore. It's, um, it's just something to be navigated around because everything else is already still moving the way it should be. Yeah. One of the things that I've kind of noticed uh, as I've sort of kind of ascended in, in my professional career, it's it's not, it, at least in my experience, it's not necessarily that you have more work to do. It's just that the work changes, you know, like, you know, you start your entry level, you're kind of executing on a lot of things. And then the, the more you move up, it's more that you're not executing on things, but you're just solving problems that come up. And <laughs> So, but you mentioned some of the tools that, that, that can help. What are, what are some of those tools that have to be utilized then when you get into this sort of situation? Well, there are several options, obviously. You know, I think that the most important thing, as you talk about, you're all about nurturing existing relationships. So we're the same way. Records company is not at all in the business of getting rid of in-office staff. To the contrary, we are in the business of making in-office staff more efficient, mm. making them more efficient in their day-to-day, but also you know, in a better place overall for the company. When employee is bombarded and they're dealing with so much volume, that's when that turnover really becomes a situation because you know, they think they should be able to manage all this, but realistically, it is too much for one person to manage. And so when you're able to take certain tasks off of their plates and make them able to focus on the more important things, they're being better at their job and outsourcing those certain tasks makes them more efficient because frankly, the records company can get records faster than someone in the office could manually any day because you walk in the office and you've got five fires to put out, you know, you've got your phone ringing and new clients calling and, you know, you don't want to sacrifice those things. Those are more important. So things like records and retrieval, they kind of get kicked to the sideline just because there are these bigger issues to tackle. And then there becomes this horrible bottleneck where cases stop moving because need one bill or one record, you know, so this solves several problems. And then bigger issue that most law firms really care about budget. Mm. Now, if you go hire someone, you're going to have to pay them an hourly rate, you're going to have to get insurance, you're going to have to give them an office space and a computer, and you're going to have to train them. And then you're going to have to hope they actually work when you train them and they actually show up. Um, So I joke that our doesn't talk back and it doesn't call in sick. It just does what you ask. Um, And putting those things in place, those things being case recoverable, reduce the firm overhead. And that really allows them not have to go out and do additional hiring, keep the momentum flowing. They're not doing it at some huge cost that they're unable to recover. Yeah. And and I love that you mentioned um, talking about uh, we we literally just had this conversation in in a meeting right before you and I jumped on, talking about how um, you know we we as a marketing company oftentimes um, when a client decides to move on, one of the big reasons is well I've hired this marketing person in house so they're just going to do your job, and it's like well that may be the case. But, you know, and and I don't want this to sound like this is just a way for people to keep working with us. This is this is genuine belief here. You know, we keep doing the things that we're doing. It makes that person's job that you just hired a lot easier. 
Correct. Because, you know, you don't, you're not necessarily hiring a marketing company to do all of the different kinds of marketing, you know, things that you do. You're not, you know, and if you are, you're probably not very happy with the results, but it's, you know, you're not hiring, you're not hiring one marketing company to do your lead gen, to do your social media, to do your content writing, to do all of this other stuff. You're working with some specialized agencies there. So then why are you shifting that philosophy to the, to, to the one person that you brought in. Instead, you can keep utilizing those relationships to make their job easier, to make the ROI that they produce for you that much better. And, and it doesn't just happen in marketing, it happens across other different roles. And like we said, just before we got on, marketing goes across the board. It's from yeah. start to finish in the law firm. When you take on a case, it's just the beginning. Yes, you marketed and you got them. Now you got to keep them and you have to keep them happy the whole duration so that when they leave, they give you rave reviews and then tell people to come to you because getting that marketing and getting that initial lead doesn't do you any good. If by the time they walk out the door, they're furious and they've given you one star. Yeah. It doesn't help anybody. And you know, it's like you said, it's all about really streamlining your processes and really making the people in the office able to really do what they're there to do best. You know, paralegals and case managers, it's not for lack of effort. They would love to call on every record every day to get them as quickly as possible. They're juggling a million other things. And it's kind of like the analogy about going out to eat. You don't want the, the girl at the front that's taking you to your table to go back there and cook your meal. And you don't want the chef taking you to your seat. You know, so it doesn't make sense to have a paralegal who's a professional and has a million things to do like pleadings and discovery and draftings and client communications and pay them what you're paying them an hour to sit on the phone on hold waiting on some record. Right. It's just, it's just not efficient. It's not even smart business. And it's like you said, leave, leave professionals to it because that is what we are here to do. Take yeah. that off your plate and let you manage the things in the office that you need to handle directly. Right, exactly. And so in my mind, you know, and I, I feel like I can hear some some listeners out there, you know, kind of talking about this where it's like, all right, so at what point do I reach that that point, for lack of a better term, um, you know, in the journey where it's like, I'm working with vendors. When do I need to hire someone in-house? At what point is that the thing? Or on the opposite side, I've already got these people on my staff. When should I be considering getting them help? I think that every firm is different. The beautiful thing about certain vendors like you and I is that we are flexible for all of them. There's customization. You can pick and choose what you need based on current setup of your office. So, you know, if you've got someone in the office or a handful of people in the office, they're all struggling with several tasks, determine what those inefficiencies are. You can determine what those, those problem issues are. And then those are the things that you try to streamline for them. You know, so in many of the firms I meet with, we meet with firms nationwide and the biggest issue is the intake. But once you get this client set up, you've got to get all this information before you can actually move forward with the case. And a lot of time can pass during this intake period. And that really makes or breaks a lot of companies because the communi communication falls apart. The business gets so busy, they can't keep up and things start to delay. And you start to see unhappy clients who are not getting updates or feeling like their cases aren't important. And that's when you start to lose business. And that's a serious serious issue. So I think all firms should really be thinking about this on a proactive level before they're starting to see loss in their Google reviews, before they're starting to lose leads. 
this is a way to get proactive and get ahead of all those cases. And as the growth comes, because you're so much more efficient and your clients are feeling this communication personally, because the girls and guys in the office are able to actually focus on it, you're ready for that growth. You're not sitting there scrambling, having to run and get a new employee in the office because you've empowered the ones that are already there to be able to take on this volume. Yeah, uh, 100%. And so when when we think about efficiency, you know, obviously, you know, I've, we've been talking a lot about the people aspect of it, but w- w- there there's the tool side of it too. You know, what kind of tools can you equip your team with to help them be more efficient, to be more productive? Um, you know, we've had episodes uh, in the past on the show talking about some different apps, different softwares, you know, text expanders, uh, boomerang, stuff like that. I know you uh, have a very efficient business. Otherwise you wouldn't be so passionate about it. What are some tools outside of, you know, people and hiring and and vendor relationships and stuff like that. Do you have any specific apps or software that you use internally that has helped you guys out? I think that again, most of the best services, my opinion, work across multiple platforms. Mm -hmm. You you don't want to be stuck committed to one. I meet with firms all the time that love their case management software or they hate their case management software or just got it and they don't really know what all it can do. So they're not even really efficiently utilizing all the services that it offers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I see you nodding. These are ongoing issues. You know, I think one of the biggest things, implementation and proper training is imperative. You know, if you're going to empower your staff and you're going to give them these services, show them what they do, give them an opportunity to really utilize them and ask questions and know how it works. You know, it's it's incredibly unfair. I feel when somebody, when a company brings in the software and they've got a huge office with all of this staff and they throw it upon them and they say, Hey, you go, this is here to help you. We use it. They don't actually take time to show them how it needs to be used. And in this case, when it's a case recoverable expense, how imperative it is to pull that expense, make sure that it gets put in the case file, recovered at 100%. You know, this is all one big process and needs to be implemented in several stages for it to work efficiently. So I always tell people, you know, you put it out what you put in, you've got to take that time to really focus on what you're trying to accomplish and properly put it into place in order to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've done a couple of CLEs on just technology and and different things to help firms run more efficiently. And one of the biggest pieces of feedback that I have is, is, is about the, the case management software, whether, whether you're using like Clio or practice Panther, my case, whatever it is like those, those softwares are so robust and they have so many integrations and, and, I think people are often surprised to find just how much those things accomplished that they didn't realize was right there already at their fingertips. You know, they're just, they're complaining about, Oh, I can't do this, or I need this, or this. It, you probably already got it, you know, and, and you don't realize it. And it's just, right. yeah, it's just taking that time up front, which I know sucks. You're already busy to begin with, but it's investing that time, understanding what tools you have, and and getting them integrated, getting those automations set up. And sure, you might you might fall behind a little bit. That's okay because of all of the time that you're saving, you're going to catch up and get ahead within a couple of weeks. And, and so to your point, making sure that your staff has those tools and is equipped and knows how to use it. It's not going to not just going to make your job easier, it's going to make everybody's lives at your firm a lot easier. Right, exactly. And you know, 
putting those automation steps into place. It's really just about the processes. Once you let them know what these processes are and these steps you need to take to make sure that everything flows throughout the duration of the request or the task, that's easy. Once they know that and they're empowered to do that, you're going to immediately see results. But if you just throw something at them and they don't know how to properly implement it, they're almost setting them up to fail, you know, and that, and that's not fair for you or your team. If you're going to invest all of this money and time, really give it a chance to really shine. Yeah. So kind of the last, last kind of question I have for you before we wrap up here, um, you had mentioned it a little bit before just about, um, you know, you said everything is marketing and, you know, a client going through their, their life cycle with you, you know, it doesn't matter if you got them, if they're miserable by the time they walk out, but you know, it also, you know, not just marketing, but just how efficient your firm runs and the processes that you have in place can really affect the relationship that you have with your clients. And and I know that you kind of mentioned you had some examples uh, of some firms that have excelled excelled in that arena. Can you share some of that with our audience? Oh, for sure. I mean, like I said, I, I preach it all day long. Marketing is from start to finish. Your clients have to feel like you care about them. Best attorneys and paralegals I've ever met are that way because you can feel their compassion and their clients feel that. And as busy as we are, that's part of this industry is balancing that somehow. Super busy with still caring and letting them know that you care. And so when you're wasting hours on the phone dealing with record retrieval, you're not able to take time to invest in these clients. Once that's off your plate, you're able to give them more substantial updates. You're able to move their case faster. They are going to feel that every step of the way. And then because we do itemized lien purchase and resolution as well, able to help get their case actually dispersed on the back end faster as well. And, you know, clients get cranky if you can't get their records to get their settlement money, but they get equally cranky when you've got their money and you won't give it to them. (laughs) So it goes all the way through the entire process. And then when they get to the end and they're posting those Google reviews and they're telling people about their amazing experience and how quickly everything moved, it's a team effort. The office, the vendors, that's everyone working together to get to that end product. So I have seen a ton of firms in the last two years exclusively. I mean, there was every excuse if you wanted an excuse, but if you wanted to work, there was so much work. There were so many hungry firms nationwide that really took the opportunity to say, okay, the courts might not be open. We can clean up our processes and we can keep cases in and we can move the ones that we've got. It was incredible to see when there were some old school firms saying that it couldn't be done, cases couldn't settle, you couldn't get anything accomplished. And then there were these other firms that were proving them wrong and they were getting things done at an amazing level and getting cases settled and having the best years they've had ever in a time when people were saying these were supposed to be the worst years and who knew what was to come. So I think it's pretty amazing to see. And, you know, that was in the height of this when people were at home, people couldn't even come into the office and they were getting things done anyway. So I think in all of this uncertainty, it really speaks to see how companies were able to really rise above what was supposed to be a very dark time because they implemented these processes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very validating to hear that because I mean, especially, you know, with us, um, you know, revenue wise, 2020, 2021, we kept growing, 
And, and I think part of that is because we are a very systems oriented company, we have all of these processes in place. We, you know, feel like we do a good job of, of equipping our team with all of the tools that they need to, to get the job done. Um, Danielle, this has been really great. Uh, a lot of great insight. Um, how can people get uh, in touch and learn more about the records company if they're interested? They can reach out to me and they can come find me at danielle.butler at therecordsco.com. You can go check out the portal online, uh, go to the records company. It's beautiful. You can reach out to me. Um, you can reach me out by phone as well. Are we going to give them some information or should I list it all here? Yeah, I will have all of the info in the show notes. Okay. All right. Well, they'll have my direct cell. They'll have a way to contact me. Um, and uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed this. I think that this is a great conversation that a lot of people are continue to have. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we have a bunch of episodes on it and it's like, at some point you think, well, they'll, they'll listen eventually, but it's, it's one of those things you got to keep hammering home. There's a quote uh, from a, like an editor in a newspaper where he, I'm paraphrasing, but basically says it's, it's only until we're tired of talking about it, that people actually start to listen. And I think, yeah, I think this is, this is one of those really important things that really will help a lot of firm owners out. Um, I do have one final question for you. It's one that we ask all of our guests here. And that is uh, if you had one piece of advice for our listeners, what would it be? Oh, okay. In today's current uncertainties, I think I would probably take this opportunity to say that if you are evaluating your business, well, if you are evaluating your life, your personal and business life, I think that security is something that everyone needs to really seriously take a moment to think about. Um, when you are looking at vendors, when you are looking at your own business processes, I think that cyber attack situation and the constant flux in the media, we all have an obligation to protect the information that we're given. And I think that when you are working with vendors or you are looking at your processes, this is a really good opportunity for you to hold yourself to that standard. Look at what you're doing within your own business and also look at the companies that you are choosing to work with. Make sure they are also holding themselves to the same standard because we all work together here, right? So the companies that we choose to do business with are an extension of ourselves. And I think that that's a very important thing and everyone should really um, consider it so. And, and as they move forward, think about not only can we do to better our business, but better the world as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, the the cybersecurity and, and all of that especially is just really important right now. I know we had an episode a couple of weeks ago um, with uh, a, a website host and, and talking about all of the different kinds of security and, and how to best protect yourself. And so uh, if you want to learn more about that, you can go check out that past episode as well. But um, Danielle, thank you so much for joining us this week. That's going to do it for us here. Continue to rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, YouTube, wherever you're consuming the show. Uh, And that's going to be it. Danielle, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to spotlightbranding.com slash center stage.